You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Thank you for tuning in to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem L. And at this time, I would like to give a big thank you to all my sponsors and supporters because without you, this podcast would not be here. And so I would like to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And with that being said, I will also like to give you a big thumbs up and let you know that I have opened up a new YouTube page, Mayday Mayhem Podcast, where you will be able to see the guests that we have. Yes, you will actually be able to see the guests that will be live streamed to the Mayday Mayhem Podcast on YouTube. Also, if you would like to contact me, you can contact me at MaydayMayhem.com at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Mayday underscore Mayhem. Or hit me up on Facebook at Mayday Mayhem. 
But on with the show. And as I said, welcome back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem M. And today we are talking about MK Ultra. And, you know, my views on it is it still going on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And first, you know, what is MK Ultra? And. You know, a lot of people do not know what it is. So, let's give a little background, shall we? And let's see, what is MK Ultra? Project MK Ultra, also called the CIA Mind Control Program, is the code name given to a program of experiments on human subjects that were designated and undertaken by the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, CIA, some of which were illegal. Now, all of this is coming from Wikipedia, my people. It's all coming from Wikipedia. Experiments on humans were attended to identify and develop drugs and procedures to be used in interrogations in order to weaken the individual and force confessions through mind control. Okay? That's supposed to be all through mind control. Now, we're just breaking down what is MKUltra. The project was organized through the Office of Scientific Intelligence of the CIA and coordinated with United States Army Biological Warfare Laboratories. I'm sorry, Warfare Laboratories. Other code names for drug-related experiments were Project Bluebird and Project Anchorage. I'm sorry, Project Artichoke. The operation was officially sanctioned in 1953, reduced in scope in 1964, and further curtailed in 1967. It was officially halted in 1973. The program also engaged in illegal activities, including in the U.S. and Canada citizens as its unwitting test subjects, which led to controversy regarding its legitimacy. MKUltra used numerous methods to manipulate its subjects' mental state and brain functions. Techniques included the covert admission of high doses of psychiatric drugs, especially LSD and other chemicals, electric shock, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse, as well as other forms of torture. The scope of Project MKUltra was broad, 
would research undertake at more than 80 institutes, including colleges, universities, hospitals, prisons, and pharmaceutical companies. The CIA operated front organizations through sometimes top officials at these institutes were aware of the CIA's involvement. That ain't telling you. Although sometimes top officials at these institutes were aware of CIA's involvement, they are aware. Now y'all can find this on your own. Like I always tell you, do your own research. Look at it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. They have it for you right here. Literally, they have it for you right here. Literally in black and white. It's literally right here in black and white for you. And like I said, that can be found um, on Wikipedia. You know, back in my day, it would be called the um, Encyclopedia Britannica. I may be telling my true age, which I'm, I'm very proud of it. But however, we had the Cyclopedia Britannica when I was growing up. You know, that's that's what we had. But anywho, the MK Ultra um it, it was my it really was my control and torture. And as I just read, and you will be able to read for yourself and go look at it for yourself. It was, um, it was, it was insane. And it, it's, it's insane in the way that this was by our government. And I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, our government is trying to get us. But... <laughs> You kind of showing me that you got a little shank in my side and that you might try to shiv me a few times. You know, I might have to watch you with all four of my eyes. You know, sometimes wear glasses, people. Just sometimes. Only when I can't see well. Just only when I can't see well. I wear my glasses. Just sometimes. But, um, all of this came to light because now let's think about this. You think our government, the CIA, willingly just came for and told about this? You willingly just think they came and said, "Hey guys, we're 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 doing experiments on people in jail. <laughs> we're gonna do it." No, this is something that had to be told. This is something that had to come out, and the way it came out was um. It came out uh, formally with a journalist, pretty much Stephen Kitzner. He was a journalist that helped get it out. But it also was through Sidney Gottlieb. He was born August 3rd of 1918, and he died March 7th of 1999. And he was an American chemist and spy master. And he was best known for his involvement with the CIA intelligence agency of the 1950s and 60s. Um, his assassination attempts and his mind control program 
he's pretty much the founder of the project MK Ultra. Like, if you want to talk about somebody being a daddy or granddaddy or something, like he is pretty much the they call him the known for Project MK Ultra poison developer. You know, they like this mofo is like the granddaddy of all granddaddies. And I have um wrote down some of the things that he has done in his government career and his education. Um and it's like wow. In his early years, Gatlop, he was the son of a Hungarian uh, Jewish immigrant parents. Um, he was born in the Bronx in 1918. He attended the college, City College of New York and Arkansas Tech University before receiving his undergraduate degree in chemistry of magna con laude from the University of Wisconsin-Madison in 1940. He subject uh, received his PhD, a chemistry of California Institute of Technology. Um, you know, he was he was smart, you know. He, he did his little work. He went to his universities or whatever. Um, Gottlieb earned a master's degree in speech therapy from San uh, Jose University. After retiring from the CIA, he had a club foot, which kept him out of service in World War II, but did not prevent him from pursuing a folk dancing and lifelong passion. All right, you work for the CIA. Okay, I understand. I, I feel you on that, bro. But what would make you just want to control mass people? I understand that CIA, you want to control people's minds because... Ooh, spies, espionage, World War Two. as I rule my mustache. Hmm, you know, I understand all that, gotcha. But what would make you want to do this to your own citizens, to the people in prisons? And let's not get this twisted. This wasn't just only Canadians and Americans that was done this to in detention systems. This was done in Japan. Germany and the Philippines. So this actually was done all over the world, but why do it to your own people? That's something that we'll never know. But he wanted unwitting subjects. But let's read on about his little, little career. Mm. Now, um, At the age of 33 in 1951, he joined the uh, Central Texas uh, CIA. And he was part of a little chemical, little division project, you know, where they, you know, when the, they had their little quote unquote. Um, he actually became known as the black sorcerer or the dirty trickster, quoted. Because he supervised preparations of lethal poisons and drug experiments in mind control. Hmm. Now, he became 
the head of the MK Project MK Ultra in 1953, which was activated by the order of CIA Directive Alan Dulles. In this capacity, he administrated LSD and other hallucinogenic drugs to unwitting subjects and financed psychiatric research and developed up quote-unquote techniques that would crush the human psyche to the point that it would admit anything, end quote. Is that why so many of uh, our Americans are in jail? And in, is that why America has so many people in jail? Hey, it's just a thought. Don't y'all come looking for my arse, okay? It's just a thought, okay? Just a thought. Don't come looking for me. It's just a question, all right, bro? Just a question. Let me just proceed. No, just ask a question, y'all. Now, you give it to unwitting subjects that they out of their mind. If they out of their mind, they have no idea what they're admitting to because you've given them a hallucinogenic drug that they don't know. Okay, he sponsored physicians such as Ewan Cameron and Harris Isabel, Isabel, excuse me, and controversial psychiatric research, including non-consensual human experiments. Uh, he has also been named as a person who gave Army bacteriologist Frank Olson LSD, leading to Olson's death. Gottlieb was also a liaison to military subcontractor Lockheed. Lockheed. Ooh. Mm. Then working for the CIA on Project Octonomon. We have to read into that in another one, cause hmm. Whew. That would also be known as the U two spy plane. That's a whole situation. We ain't we gonna hold that today, y'all. Uh, but it's just that. Let's just talk about what Gottlieb did. Um. He wanted a way to create a way to control people's minds, to seize control. But first you had to find a way to blast away their existing mind. And then second way, you have to find a way to assert a new mind. They was able to get the first part. You know, they was able to blast away the mind, but they was never able to insert a new mind and um it's it's just it's just insane that they mess with so many people mind and um the way all this came to light it was through a journalist Mr. Stephen Kinsler um Kissner notes that the top secret nature of Gottlieb's work made it impossible to measure the human cost of his experiments. We don't know how many people died, but a number of people did, and many lives were permanently destroyed. Now, Kissner is a 
journalists and men, that's how a lot of these these stories that we find out the government has done or things that we don't know what's going on journalists are the ones that bring these things to life for us and we have to also give our journalists a round of applause because without these journalists we kind of wouldn't know certain things because they are able to go in and ask questions and move around and do certain things that you know us common folks wouldn't and can't do because we we don't know certain things you know I wouldn't know that this journalist can go in and just ask questions but yeah he had he has this he has the press papers that he can do this he can go in and ask questions you know I can ask these questions because I have this press paper and he was able to um find out all these different things the schemes that had a Put it in the prisoners' food. Um, how they experiment on the prisoners. How they would put them in solitary confinement, isolation, and watch how the mind would deteriorate. And they even made movies about this. It's even famed as the movie Clockwork Orange. And I'm very grateful that a friend showed me that movie prior. Now I always knew about MK Ultra, but I'm very, very grateful that a friend he sat me down he's like look you need to watch this movie it's a good movie and I had never seen it before and once I watched it it kind of clicked with me like whoa it's mind control and it was like pretty much mind control and about you know how you're trying to control someone's mind and it's it's a very very good piece of work and now they're actually looking at it and other people are piecing together you know about how the works of the mind and if you can actually control somebody's mind you control their soul and it's kind of it's kind of fucked up you know it's kind of crazy so you really have to think about that now. The CIA was doing this. Now, you expect them to allegedly, and I throw up my imaginary quotation marks in the air. Y'all can't see it, but they throw it up there. Allegedly, to do these things to protect our country. Where they're doing it for the spies, Mayday. They're doing it for the spies. Okay, you're doing it for the spies. All right, but why in the hell is you doing it to the people that's in jail? Why are you doing it to the people that's um, coercing them for um, interrogations and stuff? These ain't spies. These is the citizens of the United States of America. These is Canadian citizens. These are Japan citizens. These is Philippine citizens. Why is you doing this to these citizens? That's not cool. They're not spies. You know, and it just kind of makes you leery. That's all I say. And that brings me in to the other thing. Now, if you can wipe my mind clean, what would you implant in place of that? That's my question. Now, if you didn't wipe my mind clean, what the hell you want to put in place of it? Now, wait a minute, because 
It had something there before. Now you don't want that there. So what, what, what do you want to put in there in place of what was there before? Because I, I, maybe I didn't have a problem with what was there before. I'm just saying. And what was there before didn't have no problem with me. And I didn't ask you to remove it. Now, if it's something different, if I asked you to remove it, then that's something different. I asked. But if I didn't ask you to remove it, then who are you to come removing something that I didn't ask you to remove? And we have seen it countless times again where largely amounts of time African-Americans, I'm just trying to say them, just, I ain't trying to say nothing, but I'm just saying you even seeing it um, where women have went in African-American women back here in the 60s and 70s went in to just have an ingrown toenail removed, put under anesthesia and they come out. They've had full blown hysterectomies or had their tubes tied. They've been totally sterilized and they're, that's not what they went in there for. Well, why did you do that? Oh, we felt it was right. Who in the hell told you to sterilize me? I did not ask for my tubes tied. I did not ask for this. So you see it countless times and times again that they willingly just said that this is what they're doing. This, this journalist went in there and found out documents from our government Caught them red-handed saying, yeah, we went in hospitals, we did it. Yeah, yeah, we went into a few, few, few colleges too. Yeah, we, we gave it to, to the college kids too. Yeah. That's why you had all these college kids all fucked up in the seventies with LSD and stuff. You had all our boys and stuff going off into the, to the wars and stuff, and then you then gave them LSD, and, and you hear them saying they brains all fried. See, I don't know because that's before my time. I'm an '80s baby. I don't know about LSD and all that. You know, I have not gonna lie. I know nothing about that drug. Weed, yes. LSD, no. Pills, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I've had a few accidents in my life. I don't know what medications they've had me on. I would have to ask my doctors, would this qualify as a pill? I don't know. They put me on so many things. Just saying. But it's just crazy. And you have to understand, if the CIA knew about this, that means our president knew about this. And don't forget, I mentioned pharmaceutical companies. So that means you was pushing out there under the pharmaceutical companies. I'm just saying, y'all. I'm just saying, do not shoot Mayday Mayhem. Don't don't come over here bothering me because I'm just saying what they put out there. Uh, don't don't come over here messing with me. I ain't got enough hate mail. Mm mm. But no, for real, for real. But y'all check this right. In March of 1960, under the Cuban project, a CIA plan approved by President Eisenhower and under the direction of CIA 
director and plans of Richard M. Bristle, Gallup proposed spraying Fidel Castro's television studio with LSD and saturating shoes with thanium to make his beard fall out. Thallium with making his beard fall out. Now, you see, I think maybe, uh, man, Joe, maybe he had been taking a little bit too much of his own product or something. We're going to spray LSD on Fidel Castro's TV. And we're going to spray thallium on his beard and make his hair fall out. Damn, bro. That was a little bit too maniacal, but okay. Think he was a little bit into his love. His stash a little bit too much, but we'll keep going. Gallup also hatched schemes to assassinate Castro, including the use of a poisonous cigar, <laughs> a poisonous wetsuit, an exploding cochineal, and poisonous fountain pen. Yeah, this motherfucker was in his own stash. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. He had been messing with, he had been touching that little LSD tab a little bit too much. We're gonna, we're gonna put some LSD on Castro's shoes. And, and spray his shoes with thallium and make his beard fall out. That's what we're gonna do. And, and we're, we're, we're gonna give him a poison wetsuit. I bet everybody in the room was looking at him like, what the fuck? Yo, Joe, go check, man, Joe, go check his lab, bro. <laughs> go check the tabs. Check the tabs. <laughs> Gab also, come on, this is, mm, Gallup also played a role in the CIA's attempt to assassinate Prime Minister Patrice Lutumbaugh of the Congo. He took a viral poison to the Congo with plans to place it on Lumbar's toothbrush in the summer of 1960. He transported these toxic biological materials to Larry Delvin, the CIA station chief in the Congo. <laughs> Although Delvin declined the assignment, I bet he would have. A military coup soon overthrew and killed Lumbamba. <laughs> Gottlob also wanted Iraq General Abdul Karim Kusan handkerchief to be contaminated with botulum. See, yeah, yeah, see, 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 yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yep, yeah. And um, his final years, he died. Uh, they say he had a heart problem. Yeah. Whew, they say he died at home in his Washington, Virginia. He was reported to have a history of heart problems. His wife declined to give the cause of his death. Shit. With all due respect. Damn. <clears throat> this man... Plan to kill Fidel Castro by poisoning his shoes with thallium to make his beard fall out. That was going to be a long, slow death. Damn. 
Yeah, yeah, I think he was doing a little bit too much of his product. Like, you got to stay away from that stuff, bruh. Like, you got to. You, you can't be doing... Mm. Damn. So, yeah, I see. Yeah, it makes sense. It may hey, learn something new every day. <laughs> at this time, we are going to take a break. And we will be right back at you with the Mayday Mayhem Podcast. Ew! And don't forget to check out Q4Radio.org where you can catch The Bottoms of the Barrel with Thomas Bottoms every Saturday along with some episodes of the Flabby Hoffman Radio Extravaganza with Keegan Buckingham, Flabby Hoffman himself, Darren Marshall, and me, Miss Mabel. And also do not forget to check out News, What News with Darren Marshall every Tuesday at q4radio.org. Do you understand they have a radio studio? They have a filming studio. They have a podcasting area. And there's even area where you can host small events. Yes, people, small events. And if you're in the Chicago area, this place, where can you find a station that has a printing press also? So please check them out, q4radio.org. And we are back with the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And we are talking about mind control and MK Ultra. And with all jokes aside, uh, Mr. Gottlieb, he did. He messed up a lot of people's lives because, yes, it was an experiment conducted by our government and our government was like, okay, let's do it. And it was over years that this happened. And it was from, you know, spies, you know, but still it shouldn't have been done and it should not have been done at that time on our children it should not have been done on unwitting subjects you know it should not have been done on the prisoners it should not have been done you know on the um on the underprivileged underclassed you know that's why you know LSD was such a big and popular thing you know back in the in the 70s you know, and it messed and fried a lot of people's brains. And not only that, you tortured people. You know, and you tortured their their brains, their souls. And like I said, if you can control somebody, man, you, you can pretty much control their soul, their everything. And that's 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 really messed up. And it also brings me back to is it still happening now? Is mind control still going on now? Because let's think about it. Let's think about um now I know a lot of my viewers are my age or older, or some of them are a little younger. And they probably can remember. Now I say I'm my eighties baby, so I mean I was born in the 80s. You know. Y'all remember when we used to watch Lucy and Ricky? Lucy and Ricky, we for the longest time 
We never saw Lucy and Ricky even go to their bedroom. We never saw them go to their bedroom. Never. For the longest time. Then, when we did finally see their bedroom, they had separate beds. They slept in twin beds. They slept in twin beds. Then all of a sudden, Lucy come up pregnant with little Ricky. We never questioned it. You know, as children growing up, we was just like, oh, babies. You know, oh, mommy and daddy had a baby. You know, grown folks knew what shit. They pushed that bed together and separated back apart when they done, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, they never outwardly put it out there. And, trust me, please believe me, I am not one of those ones that's like, oh my god, what's that she has on? Where are her clothing? Oh my god. No, I'm not one of those. But I do think it's a certain standard that we have lost as a society for ourselves because I do be kind of pissed when my five-year-old come walk with up to me asking me, Mommy, what's a condom? What the fuck? Why are you asking what is a condom? Well, I saw it on TV that the Trojan, the true the Trojan, oh shit, she's trying to say Trojan. What were you watching? I was watching this. Was that Channel 9? Was that ABC 7? What the heck? Oh no, was that Fox? Oh, lie, 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 just lie, lie. Not one of the prime numbers, not the prime numbers, lie, no. And like I can honestly remember, like at a certain, even at a certain time of the night, the TV went off. Am I lying, y'all? Tell me I'm lying. Do y'all remember at like 12 or 1 o'clock at night, you would see the little flag and the little man be saying, and thank you for being a good American. And God bless America and good night. Your ass all static. If you didn't have a VCR or um cable, um yeah. You that means turn your ass over and go to sleep. And guess what came on when you first woke up in the morning? At 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, the TV would literally go off at like 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning. I can't remember because I'll be asleep. <laughs> it would go off. And I think it would come on like at 5 o'clock in the morning. And what would come on at 5 o'clock in the morning? Same little man with the flag. Uh, uh, what they, the, they would say... What? They would say the uh, national anthem. I think. I can't remember. I think they say the national anthem and good morning America. Or something like that. And the national anthem and that little flag and little waters and everything. And first thing pop on, the news and Arthur. That was the only thing you could watch. The news 
Well, I know Bozo because I got my ass whooped about Bozo. That's but that's a that's a different time. That's a different story when I tell about how Bozo got my ass whooped. Well, yeah, yeah. It was Flintstone vitamins and Bozo. And I had a very good childhood, but I did some very crazy things. But back to the to see childhood. See, I remember things of my childhood. These kids don't have a childhood. I remember going outside, scraping my knee. Uh, daddy, mommy, get the peroxide. These kids get uh, the, the damn cat barely scratched it. Oh my God, I think I'm dying. It's a cat scratch. You will have a scab on you before noon. We didn't get scab on us for days. We was picked for a minute, bro. When we scabbed our knees like, ooh, how long your knee been scabbed? Man, my knee been scabbed about two days. Man, I just did, man, like yesterday, bro. Ooh, it's still gushy, man, man, is too. That's how I grew up. These kids don't know nothing about that. They fall, oh my God, into the world. Bruh, get your ears up, brush you off, and go somewhere. You're supposed to have a mark or two on you. If you don't have a mark or two on you from growing up as a kid, you didn't play. You sh- you'd be surprised how many marks. I think maybe that's why I got tattoos to cover up the marks I had on me from playing outside as a kid. Y'all remember Stick Man? Little Stick, it hit Stick. I have a story about that too. I almost got beat up with Stick. Yes, I almost got beat up with Stick. We'll talk about that another time. But back on the mind control and desensitization of the children's. But seriously, just for real, anybody that was born like even in the 90s, if you was born in the 90s, you can remember Family Matters. Um, you know, Steve Urkel and them. You can remember those shows that we watched growing up. They did not um how do you say over sexualize? You know, everything wasn't sex. It was more family values. Um more um how do you say it? Family and social dynamics. It was more um more learning to love yourself and know yourself and know who you are versus fitting into a crowd, trying to be something you're not and portraying something you're not. That it's a, it's a different situation. And it seems like looking back and looking at what Gitlip did, Gottlip did, it's like, did they really, did they succeed? Like, is it far-fetched to say that Gottlip did not succeed? Because you did erase, you erased the core values that we had. We did have core values, whereas you didn't see Men and women on TV, you know, sleeping in the same bed, you know what I'm saying? 
And it's not even, I'm like I said, I'm not one of those stiffer people. It's more of a modesty thing. It's more of a, um, what's my business, my business type thing. You know what I'm saying? What I do behind closed doors, what I do behind closed doors type thing. It's not for the world to see type thing. You know, if it was for the world to see, that's what you had cable for. And you would turn to them special channels at that time. And you want to see somebody in the bed, you go see somebody in the bed. It wasn't a commercial. It wasn't um, for the children to see. You see what I'm saying? If you can, I kind of understand where I'm coming from with that. So don't get me wrong. Like, oh my God. Oh, what's wrong with her? She just said, eh, no, 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 no. Listen to what I'm saying. Everything now is over-sexualized. Everything. It was to the point where, like I said, I'm, I'm talking more of family shows. You had the shows where, uh... I'm even thinking back to the 90s shows where you did have shows that did teeter on the gay and le um gay and lesbian discussion but it wasn't it was um it was it, it was okay you know it wasn't bad it wasn't like it was the same it it was still respectful as it was with Lucy and Ricky. Still respectful. Same difference. It was some type of modesty to yourself. You know, like, honestly, I remember when Ellen had her show. I did not need Ellen DeGeneres to come out of the closet. Like, I really did not need that. We kind of knew through your show that you, that you were a lesbian. We knew this. But I was happy when she did come out like, yes, she can live in her truth and her show can continue to go on. You know, it was all good. You know, no problem. No biggie. When I say over sexualizing, I'm saying far as all these damn commercials and, you know, desensitizing our children, desensitizing moral values. For yourself, respect for yourself. I don't care what sexual orientation you are. I'm talking about far as respect for yourself. It seems like somehow we have lost that respect for ourselves as individuals, as people, as human beings. So my question is... Is it too far-fetched to say that did they really not succeed? Did Godlib really succeed? Because at first you did have it where everyone has some type of morals and values. Now it's, you know, sex sales, sex, 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 which is nothing wrong with that. Like I said, I remember when have some modesty to yourself, you know. It was it's, it was just a little bit more. I don't know how to say. Not. 
because I like ratchetness because I'm ratchet, but it's a time and place for everything. Now, would I be kind of ratchet, like ratchet, ratchet in front of my kids? No. Now, if I'm out in a club and I'm around other ratchet adults like myself, would I be ratchet? Yes, I would. But see, that's the difference. What I'm trying to say is Gottlieb wanted to take the mind and implant others, other thoughts. Now, we took the mind of not seeing men, women, or spouses or partners in bed. We took that out to where now you just see people in bed all the time when at first it wasn't common. So that's why I want to say far as did they succeed? Because now at first you didn't have that many people in jail. Now our jails are overrun and come to find out you were experimenting on people in jail, coercing them to put them in jail, isolation to put them in jail. Those are forms of torture. And what do we do now? What do you hear time and time and time again? I was coerced into this interrogation. I was coerced into saying I did this. I was isolated and beat and tortured into saying I did this. So is it far-fetched to say that these implements are still not going on now? It's just a different way. Like I was always taught, same Kool-Aid, different flavor. You just tweaked it a little bit so it's not as abrasive, but it's the same thing. So, just watch what you let in your mind. Watch who you let in your mind. Watch the vibrations you let in your mind. Watch the positivity influence. Watch the negativity influence. Because not all positive influence is positive, y'all. And not, hey, just saying. Positive influence speaks positive vibration. Negative vibe speaks negative notation. I'm now I'm a positive person. I ain't gonna tell you nothing that's gonna bleed you wrong. And I'm the, also the type of person that can take criticism. I like a debate. I like somebody to tell me, well, you know what? I don't think that's right. You need to look at it like this, 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 this. You know what? You absolutely right because maybe I didn't look at it like this, 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 this. That doesn't make me ignorant. That doesn't make me stupid, dumb, or slow. That just means like, well, damn, I just didn't look at it from that standpoint. I appreciate you for pointing it out to me. But no, just be aware, my people. That's all I'm saying. I like to ramble and talk to y'all. and But it is a method to my madness. Just... Be aware of what you're putting in your surroundings. Be aware of what energy is around you. Be aware of what energy you're putting in front of your children. Be aware of the energy you're putting in front of yourself. Because who knows? Did God let really work? Did it work? How do we know some of the influences and stuff that we see on TV is not part of Gottlieb and his stuff that he put out here? 
Like I remember really back in the day where it was a proud thing for a woman to, yes, cook, clean, of course, get married, stay in the house, take care of your kids, you know, do do what do what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. Nah. I love me some WAP. Don't get this. This ain't got nothing to do with WAP now. We ain't in the club right now. But now it seems to the point that women don't cook. Like, I, I, I kid you not, you will be surprised how many women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s cannot boil water. I mean, they can't cook rice. You will be surprised how many women cannot cook. So, how have you survived this long? Have you just ate restaurant food your whole life? Or are you married so your husband does the cooking? No, I'm not married. So, how do you survive? Like, you don't cook. You know, and that was a, a badge of honor growing up to know how to cook. To cook. Man, I throw down in the kitchen. You know, that was a badge of honor. And it's so appalling to me when I look around. Like, how many women don't know how to cook? Because I know how to cook. It was, like I said, it was a badge of honor. Like, you supposed to know how to cook. Like, um, you know how to do nothing else. You, you best to know how to cook. What you mean you don't know how to cook? So you can't boil water. You can't fry an egg. You mean to tell me you can't brown bread. You don't know how to make toast. It's a problem. So no. I just want us to just be mindful people. You know. There's nothing wrong with not being able to cook. But you know. Learn how to cook. Damn, there's nothing wrong with that. Make a pizza. Like I can remember growing up, back in the day, my mom used to make handmade pizzas. Like literally handmade. Little the meatballs, little pepperoni, little cheese, little all that handmade. And it seems like nowadays it's everything is quick and go. Fast, 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 fast. So I asked that question, did the mind control still work? Is mind control still going on? Did Gottlieb really succeed? Is it still happening? That's something that we have to ask ourselves and just be mindful of what we're doing and what we absorb. That's all. So. I'm going to leave this podcast the way I leave all my podcasts. If no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. And I want to thank you for joining me today. And again, thank you to my sponsors. And thank you to my supporters. Make sure you do better today than you did yesterday. And strive for a better tomorrow today. Thank you and good night. Hey, it's your girl, Mayday Mayhem M. And if you like what you're hearing 
and you want to check out more content that I have, why don't you check me out on www.maydaymayhem.com. Yes, child, they didn't get your girl her own little webpage. Ooh, child. So, yes, check me out at www.maydaymayhem.com. That's M-A-Y-D-A-Y-M-A-Y-H-A-I-M.com. See y'all there.